last week on All the Fucks. I don't think I've had a job where I felt unsafe specifically. I sure have. No. Oh, God. Ugh. I, I have had so many jobs. Now I can't. Two of my weird, silly, funny ones. Uh, my first job was at Bush Gardens in Williamsburg at a place called Threadneedle Fair. So it was like a mini renaissance fair inside the park. The place that you looted. Yes. Yes. <laughs> correct. I have discussed this before. Tell me about being across from the bird show. Okay. So, I feel like that was just a passing. Yeah. yeah that's, that's like a, a minor detail in here. However, I got to see lots of great birds. Um, uh, so, yeah. So... You would go in and it would be like wood chips all over the floor. And we had different games. I think I mentioned this before, but like you would have to throw bean bags into uh, a hole. Um, but there was a dragon painted on the hole and that game was called Gaga Dragon. <laughs> you had not mentioned that. <laughs> I actually fell asleep standing up at that game. One time. <laughs> <laughs> we may have gotten written up for that too. But, um, yeah. Oh, uh, there was a, a crossbow thing where there were crossbows like bolted down and all the arrows were jacked up. Like nobody, it wasn't like <laughs> an Olympic sport. Um, but yeah, you had to shoot at these burlap, uh, targets and you had to shoot like a griffin through the heart with this, with this fucked up crossbow with an arrow that would be like, oh, wing, 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 wing. All the way over. <laughs> and people would be like, shoot. Can I bring my own crossbow in here? We're like, absolutely not. This is a theme park. You cannot bring your own crossbow. Crossbow, fucking a. And then when people get mad, they're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to guest relations about this. <laughs> okay. Cool beans. <laughs> Have fun. Um, oh god. That was the best job I've ever had. That was the job where I met all my friends and felt like a real person and like really could. <sighs> Delve into the theatery stuff. I had a ton like, of friends who worked for the Tuxedo Ren Fair and loved it. Yes. And all I could think was, oh my God, being in those and being in that many layers of velvet in the middle of the summer so, in a field. So no very thing. different from Tuxedo Park. Um, that's a whole other thing. Uh we were in like light, light fluffy, I'm sure I have pictures somewhere, but like um light cotton things. So we would have like bloomers and then we would have a big skirt with an apron thing and then like a puffy peasant blouse. They weren't supposed to look real at all. And the boys were in like britches and obnoxious colored like poofy pirate shirts. Um, everything linen, everything poplin. Oh yeah, yeah. Just light, light and breezy. Yeah, thank Easy God. to launder. Not very wrinkly. Um, and um, Oh, there was a Jacob's Ladder thing where you had to like climb up to the top and ring the bell, which I actually got really good at. And um, and I and I did it for Run DMC one time. They were playing a concert. <laughs> I know who they were, but one of the guys was big and he was watching like the little tiny girls like climb up to the top like a scampering spider. And he was like, but you're tiny. You, of course you can do it. And I was like, I didn't even know what was happening. I was like, oh, I can do it. <laughs> Whose house? <laughs> Thou's house. Thou's <laughs> house. Oh my god! And I was like, boop, 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 boop. and the guy was like screaming and like grabbed my hand. And now, like in this day and age, I would have a million pictures and videos of yeah, that. of course. But I didn't even know who they were when it was happening. <laughs> anyway, awesome. Um, that's great. 
I could, we, I could have literally a whole episode just about that. But so that was my first job. And then my second job job was the summer. I did two summers at Bush Gardens. And then the summer after that was at Colonial Williamsburg. And again, could do an entire other episode about that. Maybe that's what vacation will be. Maybe it'll be you working. Oh, summer stuff. And just yeah, just summer, summer stuff. <laughs> summer stuff. Uh, um, and then, and, the, and this is just brief, and then I will hand it back off to you. The summer after um, Colonial, it's hard to say, Colonial Williamsburg. Uh, I think you have to say it like that. Colonial Williamsburg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, I worked for the Virginia Shakespeare Festival at William and Mary, wherein I was a wholly irresponsible mess of a person. Um, I was, I was hired half to do the children's theater program through Parks and Rec, which I did great. And the other part was to do box office and be a personal assistant to the guy who was the head of the theater department, which I failed at horribly. So beyond miserably. I can't even like I can't even make excuses for how bad it was, um, and, and I don't even want to tell any of those stories. But I will say that I worked with Patrick Stewart's son that summer. Oh, that's so fun! And I threw up on his floor. <laughs> that's a good story. I uh, I brought him flowers the next day, and he was like, "Darling, if I brought flowers to every person who vomited on my floor, I'd be broke." And I was like, "I love you." <laughs> his name is Daniel, by the way. He has got a whole name and a life. All his own. Daniel, if you're listening, you were goddamn lovely. He also gave me a whole carton of, um, he quit smoking while he was there. So there are certain kinds of cigarettes that you can only get in the UK. And he apparently had brought some with him and decided to quit smoking while he was here. Not trying to blow up your spot, Daniel. (laughs) But he was quitting smoking. So he gave me a whole carton of these silk cut cigarettes. I just thought it was very fancy. That was the summer I was trying Nat Sherman's for the first time. And I was like, oh, only learn. Fancy What's fancy about a Nat Sherman? Oh, oh, well, um, the kind that I was smoking, I believe that they were called the Fantasia. Um, they are like, uh, it's a higher quality tobacco. And the Fantasia ones, what they probably stopped making, because this is absolutely marketing to children. <laughs> they had a gold foil filter, and then they were rainbow colors. Oh, my God. I would take up smoking immediately. <laughs> I know. No. And they were like two or three times the price of a normal pack of cigarettes, but cigarettes back then were a dollar fifty. So right. if you were paying a little more for clothes or Nat Sherman's or something, it wasn't like half your rent like it is right. now. <laughs> a pack now is like ten dollars. Um nine fifty around the corner. If you are in the city, it's probably closer to fifteen. Woo. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yay, love your <laughs> um, All right, so that was a couple summers for me. That's great. And I could talk, again, I could talk about all of those for too long, so hit me with another one. Oh, another one, another one, another one. Uh, I, oh, I'll tell you about a real big fail. Um, so uh, because I grew up in the middle of nowhere and because my parents both worked full-time, a lot of my friends had jobs at stores that their parents would shuttle them to and from before they had a license. Oh, sure. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. That was never an option for me. And so my parents were like, you can't work for a real entity um, because we can't take you there. Right, 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 and we right. don't live anywhere close. Uh, the one exception yeah. was that I could I could walk down into my little teeny-weeny town, which to describe it to any of you is basically Stony Brook, Connecticut from – the Babysitter's Club series in the 90s. 
Like when I watch it, it, I'm like, oh, that's my town. Nice. <laughs> I was not Wait, really. Wait, there's a part. Babysitter's Club TV show? There was, yeah. <gasps> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yeah, Claudia was, was my favorite. Go on. Okay. Claudia was totally my favorite. Oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. I'm really excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. They were so good. Yes. I would watch those of you in a heartbeat. No idea. Go on. Um, they're probably all on YouTube. Hooray. Yeah. So, like, so I could walk from my cemetery <laughs> <laughs> down a hill. From the cemetery where I lived. And be in Babysitter's Club Stony Brook. And it's fine. And, um, and we had a little pizza place there, which, uh, regrettably is the whole reason I didn't actually have real pizza until I was like 20. And then I had it in Northern Jersey and I was like, I'm living. Yeah. (laughs) Life has color now. It's vibrant. Oh yeah. No. I mean, people in Virginia don't know how to make pizza. And I didn't know the pizza was bad. I was like, maybe you're not supposed to want more than two pieces. (laughs) That's never a problem for me. It would it just got it. I they didn't make pizza well, so mm. it got real unpleasant after two weird. Pizzas. All right, very weird. A tombstone was better. Oh, a, a baron's. I like red baron. A red baron's was better. Wow, anything was better than their fresh made pizza. Wow, <laughs> shame on you, pizza place. Right, but they were so sweet, and it was this. <gasps> and it was this like redheaded northern Italian family. Everybody's just one person sweeter than the next. They owned this place. They were our pizza shop because they were so close. My parents would not travel for good pizza. Uh-huh. Um, and they were like, well, why don't you check in with the pizza place and see if they will hire you under the table? And I'm like, oh, okay. So at 14, <laughs> I'm like, do you guys need some help? And they're like, sure, honey. Why don't we oh. give you $10 and you can you can sweep up within like two days. <laughs> I don't know what I did. I was doing it. I don't, was I not doing it well? I don't know. By day two, they were like, you could just go home. This is, this is good. We're good. So I don't know what was happening. Oh no. What did you do? I, I don't know. I, who knows? I was, I was happy. I was like, I have a job now. And I went home and I'm like, they don't want me there anymore. And my parents were like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> but I was a master babysitter. Don't Probably. say that. Don't by the time I was like 11 or 12. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. I was babysitting. There were houses that I could walk to. There were sometimes parents that would pick me up and then take me back. Um, yeah. And when I babysat, that's how it was. Right. Yeah, once in a whole lot because I do not like children. I loved kids when I was younger. I was great with kids when I was younger. Oh, I'm wonderful with children. They fucking love me. I do not like you them. Didn't, I liked kids. I was always good with them. I liked them. They liked me. Um, and and then uh, so I, I 
babysat, I nannied, I tutored for a million years. And like I bought my first car strictly with my babysitting money. Shit. I didn't spend any money, right? Oh, that, I, God. I, the I was second not going to get any money. I was like, Mall, what? I have nowhere to go. Goodbye. And Claire Spencer's. Oh, I did buy. I did buy tunics from Lane Bryant. Uh, <laughs> and we didn't have any Lane Bryant's or avenues or anything. So it's not like I was buying my own clothes. Oh God, yeah, yeah, no. So I did. I bought like I bought dumb shit for myself. But most of my money did get socked away, oh, and no. I was essentially babysitting every single day. We go to IHOP, and I'd be like, a round of pancakes for everybody. Oh, I don't. I yeah. I, what the hell? I must have spent like five bucks at a diner here and there. I was out all the time. I don't know how I held on to so much money, but I did. I mean, things did not cost so much. Like gas, True. especially. Oh, yeah, like, especially, yeah. No, I remember gas was like a buck and change when I, I first started driving. Man, uh, miss those days. We're like you would drive a little further to go to the place that was that was like a that quarter cheaper, and a half cheaper. Right? A quarter and a half, that's not a thing. That's a thing. Maybe a that means 37 cents. <laughs> Does it mean 37 cents? You're not going to find it. This gas station is 37 cents cheaper. <laughs> Not in Virginia. Um, so I babysat a ton, a ton, a ton and ended up, and I did the same in college. So I did, uh, I did have one real job in college. I worked at the college bookstore, but I also kept babysitting mm-hmm. and my, I had a, I had a, disruptive breakup at the end of my junior year. And what I had been planning on doing was like living on campus, hanging out with my boyfriend, um, working at the bookstore, that relationship went boom. And I was like, okay now, and it was spring. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I got to figure out what the fuck I'm doing this summer. Working at the bookstore would be fun. It was a good job. We enjoyed it. Um, and, and uh, and it allowed me to be on campus all year long, mm. which was real helpful. Oh, nice. You got to stay in the dorm. I got to stay in the dorms oh in the God. summer and the winter. I was never, ever home. I, I was home oh, for like Christmas and They Christmas made us leave for Christmas break. They you had would, to go. Uh, they would make you leave for like a week. Okay. If that. And then you and then Our you winter break was long as hell. Go Our on. winter break was long, but they would do a winter semester. Oh, we did not have that. Oh, we had winter semesters. God bless. So it kept me out of my house. Um, but uh, uh, so I'm like, well, now I have to figure out this summer. And I had just started babysitting for a family up in Orange County. They had two kids, had a great time with them, really liked the mom, really liked the dad. They were nice people. And they were going to be doing something like like commuting back and forth between upstate New York <clears throat> And Houston. Oh. And they were like, well, we love you with the kids. Do you want to be our nanny this summer? Our live-in nanny and go back and forth with us to Houston? And I was like, yeah, I do. That's perfect. I don't have to be at my house. And I don't have to be on campus. And this is the perfect solution to this whole nightmare. Mm -hmm. So the semester ends and I move all my shit back home. And I take some of my shit up to their house. Um, they had a really beautiful house up in like Middletown, New York. And um, and I'm working for a week. So I'm up with the kids in the morning and hanging out with them and um, and then going out at night for a little while, doing my own thing and then coming back and then the whole thing all over again. Uh, I had just started dating Andrew at that point. And I remember he was he was 
it was the first time I was seeing him in a long time. And so I was out with him till three in the morning. Oh, man. And I came back, but they were like, look, you're an adult. You do whatever you need to do. And you're like, fine. I am. Thank you. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I'm like, whatever. I'm not going to have a party here. Like, right. I'm going to go hang out with my boyfriend, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to get sleep, and then I'm going to be safe with your – I'm not drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh and I remember the next day, the two of them were sitting very tersely, very, Uh-oh. uh, yeah, like totally beside themselves. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, we don't want you here anymore. And I was like, oh, God. oh okay. It had been only one week. And I'm like, uh, is something wrong? And they were like, we don't want to discuss it with you. <gasps> yeah. So I don't know if they thought I was like doing blow what in like under a bridge Did you somewhere? happen to say master babysitter? In front of <laughs> that might have been it. That sounds like a misstep I've made more than once. Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. Oh, but it gets better. Oh, no. It gets better. So I was like, uh, well, you know, it would be very helpful to me if you tell me, like, is it because I came home late because I haven't seen my boyfriend and like, a month and he's here and I wasn't and they were like we don't want to discuss it we just want you gone and I was like again not an okay thing for an employer to do not an okay for an employer to do right and um themes and I was like well okay uh well then it'll be one week of pay then because they're like why are you still here and I'm like I well I did do a week of work I do need to be paid for that and then I'll leave and they were like we weren't going to pay you. And I'm like, excuse me? And they're like, no, this was just a trade. You get to live with us and watch our children for free all day long, seven days a week. And I was like, even au pairs, they get paid shitty, but they at least get right. Right. And it was supposed to be something like 400 400 might be, mm, might be right. Yeah, like 10 bucks an hour for 40 hours a week, $400. And I was like, you owe me. This is my rate for you. You never, ever said that this would not be compensated. And they were like, we don't know what to tell you. We're not paying you. And I was like, okay, then I will see myself out. And like, as enraging as that still is. Yeah. Thank God you fired me after one uh, week. Yeah. After, instead of me watching your your snot rockets for like a month and being like, hey, where's my paycheck? We're flying oh, back and forth to God, Texas for with you. real. Mm-mm. No. I read Babysitter's Club. I know how this works. Ah, if, you are, right. if you go on vacation, you still get paid. Hell yes. Hell yes. Because oh, oh, I went to Disney yeah. that one time. That's right. I can't wait for Oh, man. I can't wait I am it. so mad for you. Mm-hmm. So the... Another um, job that wasn't a job, I fucking guess. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, I did... I did... I want to say three weeks with this one family, but it was like... It was like early oof in the morning until like six o'clock. So it wasn't crazy. But it was three kids. One of which, oh my God, he was super cute. The youngest one, I think his name was Scotty. He had been born with um, three thumbs. So he had two thumbs on one hand. And he had just gotten the extra thumb removed. And this kid, like the scar was healing. Apparently the extra thumb was the one he used to suck. 
Oh. So he would he would just like put his hand up to his mouth like he was gonna suck that thumb. Think about sucking the other thumb and not suck any thumbs and just. Look sad. <laughs> and those kids were amazing. They oh. were so smart and weird. They were so and so in their own ways. Like the oldest one was like, they were like the chipmunks. <laughs> The oldest one was Theodore, and then Alvin was in the middle. And yeah, like it was just, they were so Aww. cute. They were such cute kids. Um, had a long, involved conversation with the oldest one about um, what's that? Is it Rod Stewart? That tell me, have you ever really, really ever loved a woman? Do you know that song? Is that Rod Stewart? It's one of those. It might be Michael Bolton. Maybe. Yeah, probably. I. I hate all that shit so hard. And it was shocking to me that this 12-year-old girl only listened to adult contemporary music. I was she Steve was like Winwood. and I also <laughs> She wanted to talk about Phil Collins and like Yeah, it was crazy. And how old was she? 12. Oh my god, so precocious a I know. Her little glasses. I would hang out with that so kid. Sounds cute. like you made friends with Tina Belcher. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> but all three of them, like I did super and duper enjoy them, but I was also like you know, I I did not eat properly for a very, very long time. So I would need to take like long ass naps. So I convinced these kids to take naps on the couch with me. Uh, I was, I had no protein in my diet. Uh -huh. It was crazy. Oh, like no. when I was, when I was in high school, I was like scrounging for whatever I could get. And I, I could make the kids a decent lunch and stuff. But like after lunch, I'd be like, you guys want to watch The Lion King again? <laughs> oh yeah. And I would put that on and I would... I would sleep and leave them unattended. Oh, Thankfully, they would actually all like, we all slept cuddled up on the couch. It was really cute. Oh, and then they would get me up. They would be like, we're done sleeping. <laughs> that's very irresponsible of me. That's horrifying. Like, it's okay to let the kids go to sleep. Think about your role model, though. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I mean, I was doing my best with what you I had. You were doing your best with what you had. Yeah. Damn. But when you have like an Entman sweet roll for breakfast, like you're not really well prepared for the day. <laughs> to tackle the day ahead of you. Oh my God. Um, like, I mean, once you take that cinnamon bun out, you can, there's like still a little, a little bit of icing on the edge of the box and you can like scrape it off with your nail. Oh, it's so good. The coffee cake was the shit too. Oh, yeah, I only want the top of it, though. <laughs> oh, well, that's what coffee cake's for. <laughs> I will say, the middle kid did fucking rat me out one time I, for no reason. Like, she, we were, we had been cool, and then all of a sudden, the dad was, like, the dad was home, and he was like, oh, you ran the dishwasher, thanks. And this girl marches up with her hands on her hips, and she was like, she loaded that dishwasher wrong. I tried to tell you. And I was like, we didn't talk about loading. What are you talking about? She was like, look how she loaded the dishwasher. Also, she broke one of the plates. And I was like, <laughs> I was about to tell you that. And he was like, oh, it's fine. It's Corel Wear. We can like, they're guaranteed for life. Right, right, right. But she was like, out of nowhere. She totally betrayed me. We were totally buddies. I had, uh, I had two really, really, really great families of three. One um, with two special needs children that I basically half raised um, who were who were in my hometown. And the other while I was in college, I loved these kids so friggin much. I think uh, the oldest. Oh, gosh. How old is he now? He's maybe already graduated from college. Um and I think he is like a radio DJ. Oh, like that's what he went to school for. Those? That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. 
doing radio. Um, I loved these kids and they had, I loved their parents too. Their parents were so cool. And, uh, and they'd, and they'd have me like come to family parties and just like hang out with them and their folks. And, um, and the, and the kids, um, we would go, we would go into the basement and we would do like rock band, mm. you know, cause they had like toy instruments and some real ones. And, and, uh, and these kids were not like, let's do Hannah Montana. They were like, let's do Bowie. And I'm like, I fucking love you guys. They were so cool. They uh, are so cool. I like, I follow them on social media. They're wonderful children. I love them. So the thing for me about kids, um, is that, you can try to do all you can to nurture them. And like, there's obviously people who are more chill with their kids and who are more grown up with kids. Kids like me because I talk to them like adults. Yep. I have, I can't be like, Oh, is that boozy? Cute. Look at your brownie costume. What a cute. You can talk to my dog like that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They, I mean, dogs are the only things that respond to that. Kids are like, Oh God, this shit again. (laughs) Right. I mean, uh, so but some some kids wind up groovier than others. Mm-hmm. And also, it might have to do with your parenting, but it might not. Like, you could actively be raising a serial killer and be cool as hell. You just don't know. And nope, you do not know. And that, again, is to me why I cannot have children. Like, I can't have that fucking kind of wild card in my life. That's I feel like me? I've had enough cool kids in my life. <clears throat> That's just kind of like... I mean, everything should point towards me me wanting to be a mom, but I just, I just, it's not something I want to. I've raised enough kids, yeah. And I really, la- I'm happy with my work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you were amazing. Uh, and I was a gymboree teacher for like oh, a year. Right. I'll tell you that in a little bit. But I saw you, I saw your arm oh, do the little thing this there. Is definitely going to be a two parter. Um, <laughs> so I mean, we're. What's wrong with this? It's about to be seventy five oh, minutes. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Uh, motherfuckers. So uh, I feel like I talked in a, in a previous episode about how I had gone to Andros Island in the Bahamas to do children's theater. Yes. Theater with children. No, I was not performing. I was teaching the kids how to, how to do stuff. <clears throat> and when people uh, argue the nature versus nurture stuff about gay kids, I'm like, this kid. Oh, my God. Like, have you... I mean, everybody's seen a gay 11-year-old boy, right? And you're like, okay. He had the puka shell necklace, like the side-swept bangs, like so lovely and so smart and so sweet and trapped on a military base in the Bahamas. So he was so excited to see us coming. He was like, oh, theater. (laughs) Cannot wait um, like practically crawled up in my arms. I was oh, just like, oh, honey pie. the gays and the fats were meant to be together. That's just it. come to me. Um, <laughs> and like would only, uh, sit at the girls table. Um, and I remember him sitting down. He's like, I don't care about sitting at the girls table. Girls are super cool. <laughs> oh. Um, and I just remember. I would not have picked up on that for a very long time. <laughs> I mean, as oh. an adult, I would have. Oh, as yeah. a child, I would have been like, I love this oh, are kid. are you kidding me? That was, <laughs> I had zero gaydar for no, so long. No, not until, yeah, not until college <laughs> and even then. And I will say to their credit, question mark, uh, uh, the adults, even like the super military-y dads were very cool about this kid. 
That's like, great. There, he got no shit from any of the children or the adults, but the boys did not want to hang out with him. I wonder why. Oh, he was so darling, and he was so he had his lines memory. Anyway, um, the the whole reason why I'm telling this story is because he plopped down at the girls' table one day, and he was like, "Miss Lillian, Britney Spears had her boobs done." <laughs> And I was like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and then there were much younger kids there. And I was like, well, how do I have this conversation without being like weird and shamey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was my first like, I don't know, experience trying to be like woke about bodies. I was like, I mean, oh, that's awesome. I don't know anything about her, but it's her right to do whatever she wants. Right. And he was trying to be like. Uh, scandalized. Yeah, and he was like, oh, but yeah, this yeah. and isn't, he didn't say slutty, but he was like, isn't this law? And I was Absolutely. Like, he women, was looking to you yes. for that engagement. Yeah, and I was like, sure. women get to do whatever they want. And the girls were like, yay! Uh-huh, uh-huh. We had a real go-team moment. Oh, so mad. Lillian might actually make a documentary about my giant scam. Hulk smash. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I, and I feel like, uh, uh, I feel like I need to say that that happened in 0708 and I just because I was I don't dealing name with any the, of the names no no, no right I won't, now. I won't. no absolutely not they sound terrifying yeah no uh it happened in 0708 and I then was so heavily dealing with like the district attorney and the FBI that I really just like I checked in with them constantly and I was hiding and I have really not tried to think about it much since everything kind of dissolved because oh. it was the worst. And um, I was just remembering how like there were people who were really concerned at the time. And, uh, and the bottom line is only in talking to you about it so fully, which I have not done in like for real mm. 10 years. Um, am I like, Oh my God, I was being groomed. Mm -hmm. Of course it was. Of course it looked like that in there. It's a fucking cult. This is how it works. Yeah. This is how people break you down and groom you and create a sense of normalcy and adaptation. Like, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Shit, girl. Shit. You're amazing. Oh, thanks. I love you. Oh, I love you. You kicked more asses than you, your <laughs> poor foot should have ever seen. <laughs> that is the truth. Oh, my God. <laughs> Andrew will often say, what happened in your life to make you think that people are good? <laughs> oh, same. I used to, my friends used to call me Anne Frank. Yeah. They were like, people are not basically good. You were setting yourself up to step in a giant pit of garbage. And I was like, oh, it's fine. I mean, but that's why we're here. I so we're know. doing something with it. It's a useful skill. I could talk. I could. We maybe like in a couple months we can come back and do this again because I got a million other fucking jobs. Hell yeah. I feel like this is the end of this. Uh, yeah, this is pretty good. I think summers will be fun. We'll do it. We'll do like a summer mm. spectacular. Um, but it was a, I mean, my, my life has been children and scams and big evil corporations and hence why I'm like, uh, nope, gonna work for myself. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Gonna make movies and TV and coach people and teach them how to, how to not work from a scarcity mindset and actually take care of people and not brainwash them. So this was not intended to be a setup for a plug for Jen services, but oh. she is an incredible coach on all kinds of things. And I think that you should give yourself a little plug. 
All right. I am, uh, 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 I am a career, one of my, one of my skills is that I'm a career coach. And for many years, uh, post corporate evil overlords, um, I would get together with coaching groups of artists and, um, help them figure out how to find and harness their power, help them figure out how to get out of a scarcity mindset into a place of abundance yeah. and possibility and That's self hard. It is hard and it, uh, I'm pretty good at it. <laughs> I'm pretty good at it and I like it and it's really fun as a group. It's really fun one-on-one and, um, and if you'd like to talk to me about it more, you are welcome to do so. And if you're not an artist, it's still okay because I feel like that skill set transfers. Oh yeah, for sure. Yay. Just like, I mean, seven habits of highly effective people was not written for m- mushy weirdos like us. However, right. however, <gasps> applicable values. Mm-hmm. Eat the fish, spit out the bones. Oh shit. I love it. It's one of my favorite sayings. Um, Related but not related, the last time that I was in Gainesville, Florida, I actually ate catfish off the bone, which, you know, at the end, like Garfield, when he's digging through the garbage can and like, it's like a head with the thing. That's what you get at the end of a catfish on the bone. Whoa. Yeah. I, I was never, that never made sense to me Did you eat a lasagna? No. no, no. It was not a Garfield themed restaurant. Uh, (laughs) I'll go there with you in a moment. You let me know. Let's go. If anyone had a Garfield themed restaurant, oh, it would be St. Augustine. Who's got two thumbs at a Garfield themed restaurant? <laughs> we got a whole I Hate Mondays room. It's gonna be great. What a time to be alive. Come on in, come to the place where fun never ends. Come, come on in, it's time party, party with Garfield, Garfield and friends. friends. Garfield and friends. I feel like we've given you, dear listeners, so much tonight. We've given all the bucks, in fact. Oh, wait. <laughs> Recommendations. <laughs> oh, I got nothing. Go to Trader Joe's and get some good snacks. That's my recommendation mm. for this week. What do I recommend from Trader Joe's? Oh, I like the the quinoa curls. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Lentil curls. Oh. oh. I've not eaten those. They're very crunchy. Okay, here's my Trader Joe's rec. They make a Fiesta cashew dip that's basically cashew cheese. And it's I'm sorry. <laughs> I was into it until you said the words cashew cheese, but I'm going to try to be open-minded. I like cashew cheese. I mean, I like cashew anything, but the fact that you put <laughs> cheese on top of it, it really made me. <laughs> and it's a little, little, little bit spicy. It's got the teeniest, tiniest kick. But if you put like a couple tablespoons into a dish and you microwave it for like 15 seconds and then you have it with like those... <laughs> I'm so upset right now, but I'm still listening. I'm trying to be open-minded. I feel like my face is not translating my wait, effort. Wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna press reset. All right, here's my, here's my second recommendation: peanut butter-filled pretzels that I can't eat anymore because I can't not eat them, and I have a gluten intolerance, oh. and so. I got a bag like a month or two ago and Andrew was like, are you sure you're going to be able to eat those? I'm like, I'll be fine. And then I had too many and I got so sick. So no. please eat all the peanut butter filled eat them pretzel for her. pockets for me because they are my favorite. Mm, that does sound good. just <laughs> food Also, by the way, hmm. their antioxidant vitamin C serum is fantastic. Really? Mm. Do you eat it or do you put it on your face? Put it on your face. 
Let me make sure it's it's okay. So it's the uh, 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 Trader Joe's Nourish Antioxidant Facial Serum. Oh, I've seen that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Does Um, it smell weird? No, it smells nice. Smells weird sometimes. No, no, no. It smells really nice uh, because it's vitamin C, and so it smells like grapefruit. Nice. Oh snap! Uh, It feels real great. I had tried a different look. I'll I'll be upfront. I'm not big into like the skincare revolution because it's all super chemical and you and I come from lush and I'm like, just put fruit on your face and it'll be great. It'll be coconut oil. Get some coconut oil. Mash some some coconut oil. (laughs) Mash some avocado with a little lemon juice and you're going to be bright and soft. You're going to be fine. You're going to look like us, which means 16 for the rest of your life. Okay. (laughs) So I don't give a shit about these like fillers and these weird things that you put on your face, the acids, whatever. However, kids, and use a lot of vegetables. Hey, hey. <laughs> that's our, I mean, and like, if you should listen to two people ever about skincare, it is us. Yeah, no, I'm a smoker and a drinker and my skin's smooth as butts. That's right. Uh, but I did, th- I did take a look at this package, like uh, how many acids and long chemical chain names does it have? But it really doesn't have a bunch. It's a, uh, and, and I was like, all right, well, let me try it. And I do really like it. It's the antioxidant facial serum. So hey. if you're looking for a simple, $12 skincare item, maybe. It might even be like nine bucks. It's $12 here on eBay. On eBay. <laughs> Who's selling Trader Joe's shit on eBay? That person's weird. Man, for I'd real. like to see a documentary on that, actually. People who make their living selling shit on eBay. Oh my God. Oh, wait. And if we're recommending random things, um, uh, 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 which if apparently you find, we are today. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> what do we like? We like stuff. Um, <laughs> So I believe that you can find this on YouTube or PBS, but there is a documentary called Ferrets, The Pursuit of Excellence. (laughs) Have you watched all of it? Oh, many, (laughs) many times. times. There's, so it's about people who competitively show ferrets and ferrets do not have to have a pedigree of any sort. They just have to look pretty and be nice. But ferrets aren't nice. Oh no, they're not as, and there's a moment in the documentary about that. But there's a there's a woman who writes songs about ferrets, and one of them goes, "Ferret oh ferret oh gatherer of stuff, ferret oh ferret when will you have enough?" Anyway, you got to see this shit. It's amazing. If you've ever felt like you were too weird for the world, you get you will feel like the boringest, most normal person. <laughs> <laughs> documentary. That's like a weird cousin play by play to best in show, right down to them recording an album about Winky. Yep. One of the ladies, she's got like a white ferret and she uses that John Frieda like blonde brightening shampoo uh-huh. to make the ferret extra white. I think the last thing on earth I want to try and do is bathe a ferret. <laughs> I've watched I watched have the you about too, too many times. Are you done being alive? <laughs> do you have too many eyeballs? Nice marmot. <laughs> hey baby. <laughs> Tired of not bleeding? <laughs> what a boring Don't day. Don't you miss rabies? <laughs> Don't you miss? <laughs> I get so nostalgic oh. for it. I will say I want a ferret just to get this alligator ferret hideaway that I just found on Chewy.com. <laughs> I bet you could have a similar experience if you just shove Sabine in there. Oh. <laughs> how, did she, how did she die? <laughs> I think it's clear that we mean you and not the cat. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. She would slit my throat. 
Oh, she's but she a would good wait girl. until I was asleep. Oh no. <laughs> My cat's a murderer for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that's fine. Don't fuck with cats. Don't fuck with cats. I'm Lillian Bustle. I'm Jen Ponton. This was a long time. This is a good time though. This is a really good time. This is gonna be a two-parter, very likely. Very likely. Um Thanks for visiting with us and letting us hug your ears here on All the Fucks. You be well, and we will see you next time. With more fucks. So many fucks. Thanks for letting us hug your ears here on All the Fucks. Leave us a message at anchor.fm slash all the fucks, or you can find us on Twitter at fucks podcast, on Facebook at all the f.cks, or on Instagram at all the f.cks pod. Thanks so much for listening. Next time on All the Fucks. We've been, we've been putting off doing this episode. Right. Because it's not going to be, I mean, we'll make it fun, but still on the on the grand spectrum of the fun that we have, this is oh. not close to the to, to the zone I like to stay in. This is more like a creepy carousel than a fun, <laughs> than a fun roller coaster. Right, 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 right. Yeah. We're like, you might reach too far for the ring and then fall into the middle of the carousel <laughs> and then get stuck in the... That's some action park shit. Yes. <laughs>